Hello and welcome to my podcast Up Your Total Glow, your podcast for your body, mind and soul to support, guide and empower you to uncover the most glowing, healthiest and feel-good version of you. I am super excited that you're here today because if you ask me, there's nothing that looks and feels better. Today I've got another very special guest with me. Today I'm speaking with Brad Carlson. Brand is a certified health coach, spiritual practitioner, author and speaker. And he guides others on a journey of self-discovery into becoming fit, happy and healthy. He is also the creator of the Mind Strong Mindset Training and audio programs for developing a mindset that you need to become a better version of yourself. So in this podcast we are chatting about how you too can become fit healthy and happy and how you can have an unlimited supply of energy in your life we also speak about the secret source to make the life work for you not against you All in all, this is an amazing conversation and I know that you will totally enjoy it. So without further ado, here he is, the amazing Brad Carson. Hi Brad, how are you? I'm super excited to have you here today. Well, hi Ruth, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here with you today. I'm really stoked to have our conversation. Mm, same, I can't wait to get into it. So maybe as a start, would you introduce yourself a little bit? So those huge questions, who are you and what are you doing? And maybe also what's your mission? Let's start with a bang. Sure, sure. So I like to start off just by saying I'm your classic couch potato that went couch to 5k and just kept on going. I was, my journey started 13 years ago. I was very overweight, uh, 50 pounds overweight, lethargic, no drive, no direction, no, no anything in life. And I just, I finally woke up one day and say, Hey, this, this isn't working. I need to change. And it just kind of kept going and going like, like we say here, the energizer, energizer bunny, it just kept going and going and going. And throughout the years, I've learned little bits and pieces over time about health and healthy eating, about wellness, about movement, uh, about how to maintain this lifestyle, not just how to maintain it, but how to build this lifestyle. And so my mission now is just to be the source of all things. I like to call it love, health and happiness. And so that's I'm just on a mission now and here to to help spread what I have learned about all things being love, health and happiness. Awesome. Wow. I love it so much. And this is why we are so much aligned Yeah, <laughs> with our missions. Um, very inspiring because I do think many people, many of us can relate to, you know, feeling very uninspired, feeling low, feeling lethargic and yeah, feeling like a couch potato, like you said. Yeah. Um, but then it's really a different story to also get our beautiful lazy butts off the couch. So can, can you go back to this moment? You said, okay, you just had enough, but still there must have been more to this. There must have been a huge 
inner drive all of a sudden to also get you off this comfortable couch. So just take us back a little bit and let's dive a little bit deeper into this for my listeners and for myself to understand better how we can get into the same drive. <laughs> Sure, sure. Absolutely. That's a great question. And and I originally just, you know, the opening gave you the kind of the 30 second or, or two yes. minute version. So yeah, so if you're on the couch, and you want to get that drive and get going from, you know, as I say, couch to 5k to healthy, for me, it started with just sheer and I hate to use this word, but sheer disappointment in myself and sheer disgust with myself. And so I had that deep drive that deep desire to change. And that's where change starts. You have to have that desire. And so you have to look at your life and say, okay, where am I at right now? Am I satisfied? Am I happy? Am I content with where I'm at right now? And I was not. And if you are, <laughs> if you are by chance satisfied or happy or content, then, you know, more power to you. Uh, I would say most people are not. And so you have to look at that. Okay, where am I right now? Am I happy? Am I satisfied? And if the answer is no, then you have to ask yourself an important question. Who do I choose to be? Who do I choose to be? And this is what happened to me. So this is part of my story, how I, how I came to this. So I was about two and a half, three years into my journey. I was in the middle of a divorce and the weight had gone, gone off, come back, you know, lost, lose, lose, gain, lose, gain that mm -hmm. whole cycle. And I was sitting on my couch one day. This is another big part of my story. And it was February of 2013. And my dog, I had a cute little Cocker Spaniel dog. And I'm like calling him over to, you know, I wanted to pet him. Like, come here, boy, come on over. And he just kind of took a step, looked at me and he wouldn't come over. And he just looked at me like, you're this total loser. <laughs> and he turned around and he went back and he laid on his bed and just stared at me. And I don't know how this happened, but in that moment, Uh, I call it my, my miracle. Uh, I realized in that moment, my thinking was that what we focus on, we become. Mm. And that immediately shifted everything because up until that point in my life, I had focused on everything I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be a couch potato. Well, guess what I was being a couch potato. I didn't want to be an uptight, grumpy husband and father. Well, guess what I was being a grumpy, uptight husband and father. And so in that moment, my brain shifted that instead of focusing on what I didn't want in life, I started to focus on what I did want in life and who I wanted to be in life. And so that's the number one thing that you have to do if you're on the couch or if you want to make change in your life, if you want to go down. The, the path that I did of becoming healthy, or if you want to go down the path of becoming an entrepreneur or whatever that is, be the change that you wish to be, as, as Gandhi said, and that is the first step. And so in that moment is when I finally made a choice to be healthy. It's like, who do I want to be? Mm. I want to be healthy. I choose to be this thing called healthy. That was the pivotal moment. And so for anyone at home, again, your pivotal moment is when you choose to be that person you want to be. And after I did that, everything else just kind of started to fall in place. I mean, there were still hurdles and challenges, but from that moment on, I focused exclusively on being healthy. It was no longer about losing weight. It was no longer about focusing on a number. It was no longer about focusing on the scale. It was simply about focusing on being healthy. And then I thought, oh, well, 
I think I better start eating healthy because if I want to be this thing called healthy, oh, maybe I should eat healthy. Oh, if I want to be this thing called healthy, I need to move what I, you know, exercise, what I call movement now on a more regular basis. And so you see how it starts becoming the byproduct of everything. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's just making that pivotal decision of choosing who you wish to be and then just allowing everything to, to fall into place. But, and that stemmed from, that deep desire to change, which came from not wanting to accept the current status quo, mm. the current status quo of being lethargic, overweight, a couch potato. I just, it, it wasn't working. And so the disappointment, the pain associated with that is like, nope, that's not working anymore. I want to get all this joy from becoming this new me that I call it my point B. Uh, so choose your point B and life will just take off from there. Mm, yeah. So would it be fair to say that your pain just became too much and yes. sort of pushed you into, okay, now I don't want to endure that pain anymore. So I'm starting to change and really going to embrace that change. I absolutely love how your beautiful little dog yeah. helped you and became your mentor in a way. <laughs> and he did. He did. And gave you that, yeah, bolt of enlightenment, if you can say it like this. Um, amazing. Absolutely. A very beautiful and inspiring journey. And I also love how, you know, you, because of this pain that you underwent, that you started to become your own healer and are now through this journey are able to even bring this forth to, to more people, to the world. So this is very beautiful and inspiring for me. And yeah, I love how you really made this a journey of self-empowerment and even took it a step further to healing for others. So huge congratulations. I think that's absolutely, no, I really think that's beautiful and that's absolutely amazing. And I also think, you know, because you went through this, Other people can much more relate to it and also trust you because, you know, you've done it. You're not just talking about it. Yet right, you're right. sitting there on your couch and, you know, weighing, I don't know how many pounds are and uh, trying your, your diets and I don't know what, you know, it's so easy to know it and say one thing but yet not quite as easy also to do it, to live it, to completely, yeah, embrace what you're talking about and, and show it, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another big part of this, this whole journey, and again, whether you're choosing like me to be healthy, or if you're choosing to be an entrepreneur, mm. a life coach, mm. or something like that, a, a big part of this journey is also is what I like to tell clients is you've really got to own your journey. Mm. And the way that you do that, again, you the, the first the first thing in all of this, as I just said, is choose that point B, that vision for your life, you know, who I am to where I want to be. And the second part of this journey, which really helps you to own this is to understand your why, like, why am I doing this? Why do I? So I, <clears throat> so even though I had chosen to be healthy, I was still kind of struggling a little bit trying to, you know, get more aligned and, and all of that. And so my second miracle, as I like to call it was I figured out my why. Mm. And that just came again, I was, I was, lifting the bench press in, in my garage one day. 
And I'm like, this, I'm just not motivated. Like this just isn't working for me. And so I just randomly put the bar back on the, on the, the machine there. And I stood up and I just asked myself like completely random, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And that's what I call my second miracle happened. It's like, okay, this, I mean, the universe is very friendly. It will bring you answers if you ask questions. Mm-hmm. But the answer I got was if I take care of my mind, body and spirit, my mind, body, and spirit will take care of me. Mm. And that was a result of some things that I had going on in my life over the last several months leading up to that. And so that just became another pivotal factor. So sit down with yourself, get out a pen and notebook and say, what is my point B? Who do I choose to be? And then why do I, why am I choosing this? You know, why do I want to be healthy? Why do I want to be this entrepreneur? Why am I choosing to be a health coach or a life coach or, or, or whatever that is? And, and you'll find when you get the answer, this is a, a critical part of it too. You, you can't really think of an answer like this because the, the answer is probably much bigger than something that you can even think of. And so just kind of put those questions out there. You know, who is my point B? What is my why? Why am I doing this? And just let those answers come to you. And you know, those answers come to you when you get excited, you get goosebumps and it just lights that fire inside of you. That's when you know you're aligned, when your heart just starts singing and resonating, just like in incredibly loud. And if you get those two pieces of the puzzle, uh, the two most important at the very beginning of your journey, then this idea of committing and owning your journey, it becomes automatic. And I tell clients all the time, you know, we talk about discipline. Discipline is a really big word uh, in America, perhaps around the world. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, no, 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 you don't need discipline. Mm You don't, you need to understand your point B and your why. And when you have those two, the discipline automatically comes because then you want to get up every day and work towards your point B. If you're having to use discipline, you're having to force yourself. Mm-hmm. And that, that just, it works for a little while in the beginning, but I've seen so many people, military people uh, are a classic example. They spent 20 years exercising 30 years and they get out of the military and they gain a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. It's because it's not discipline. It's understanding your why and your point B. And so that's a big part of the journey. And that's what lets you own the journey. So Mm. absolutely true. I, again, love this so much, so much wisdom. And I fully agree and can relate to this. I do feel, you know, any transformation isn't easy. (laughs) It's so much easier to stay on that couch, but it doesn't necessarily make us happy. And yeah, if we don't have this one or many things that really ignite us and help us to propel out of our couch potato self, and if we can't, or if we don't try and, you know, remember these reasons, the discipline point is just not strong enough because, and and I also feel this is really important for everyone to hear. So I want you to shout it from the rooftops because what I see in my clients so often is that they think, you know, well, there's something wrong with me because I somehow don't have enough discipline. And that's not what it is. There's nothing wrong with you. You have probably amazing discipline. But if you really want to change and transform, you know, it's it's a huge journey from the inside out or from the outside in. It doesn't matter. And there needs to be more 
there needs to be yeah something that really ignites you and discipline isn't enough so thank you so much for sharing this yeah you know it, it's funny people say they need discipline it's because they skipped those first two steps that i talked about choosing mm -hmm. their vision their point view who they want to be and why they want to be that they go right to the doing part mm -hmm. which is what they know which is what is natural and so the doing part for them is the diet and the exercise but if they're not grounded in a solid reason why they want to do that it's not going to work it's not going to last i've had hundreds of clients say oh i want to lose weight to mm. attend a wedding or i want to mm. fit in a certain size dress or i want to you know i want to have more this is a common one too with my seniors i want to have more energy for my grandkids mm. these are great reasons i'm not saying that but they're external reasons mm. You have to have that internal, this is an insight journey. So this is not a weight loss journey. This is not even a higher level than get healthy journey. This is a journey of self-discovery. Who mm -hmm. are you? Who is that point B and why do you want to do it? If you don't have those, yeah, you're going to need a lot of discipline. Uh, I prefer, and I call that the path of most resistance. You really have mm -hmm. to Andy up your discipline to be able to stick with it to if your goal is to lose weight then or whatever you have to have a very high level of discipline uh, if you're going to skip those first two steps and just go right to the doing the diet and the exercise hit the pause button wherever you are in your life if it's not working for you and go back and say okay who do i choose to be mm -hmm. and think about something that really reflects on who you are i am thriving one of my friends says i am a thriver in life i'm like oh that's pretty cool mm -hmm. another one another person her point b her vision was i chose to be this person that stands and rise mm -hmm. you know i choose i choose to be this person that chooses life over frustration i choose life over fear i choose life over or intimidation. I choose life over anger or fear or hate or any of that. Mm -hmm. And she is just thriving in life now because she chooses life over fear. So I choose health over everything else. And that mm -hmm. is my value that reflects me. So you have to choose that value that really reflects you. And again, why? Mm -hmm. And again, you won't need discipline if you have those first two steps, but if you don't, yeah, good luck. Uh, mm -hmm. It will work in the short run, short term, it will, but the long term, you know, a year, two years, five years. And that's why most people, you know, we talk about New Year's resolutions or even setting a goal. This is another uh, aspect I'll just briefly mention mm -hmm. right now. People set goals that are very boring. <laughs> my goal is my goal is to lose 30 pounds by, you know, such and such a date so that I can attend a wedding. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen clients that say that and you just see their face drops, you know, mm. it doesn't excite them, you mm. know, choose a goal. I talk about this in one of my books, but choose a goal that excites you that, you know, I call it spectacular. I mm. use the same acronym S-M-A-R-T. My S stands for spectacular. Choose a goal that excites you. So when I really started to understand this, this is just a, a side story. You know what? I said, I'm going to climb one vertical mile rock climbing. And I wasn't a rock climber. So this was a big challenge for me. I'm going to climb one vertical rock mile in one month and I'm going to raise $500 for charity. Mm -hmm. That was my goal. I wasn't even trying. This was a few years ago. You know, we all gain a pound back here or there. I wasn't even trying to lose, to lose weight or anything. Mm -hmm. That wasn't my goal. And I looked at the scale one day and I had lost five pounds. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, 
that I wasn't even trying because my goal is not to lose weight. My goal is to raise money for charity and do this rock climbing challenge. So I, I, I tell people set a goal, like, you know what, let's walk, let's do something big. Let's walk 300 miles in three months and raise a thousand dollars for our favorite charity. Mm. And they're like, Oh, that's a lot more exciting than just trying to lose 30 pounds. And let's let the byproduct be of, you know, to lose weight. So mm-hmm. I always, I always focus or tell people focus on something that really excites you, what you focus on, you become and let everything else, you know, including losing weight or whatever it may be, just be the byproduct of that. Mm, totally. Um, again, so much goodness in there. Thank you. <laughs> I, I also really love how you mentioned that it is important that you touch base with your values and, you yes. know, set goals in line with those values. It's, yeah. it's very much the same with me. And that's not a surprise to you. I've got the same value with health for me. It's a very high value in my life. And I have so often people asking me, you know, why do you, always eat healthy or why do you get up at 5 a.m. for a run yeah. in the morning you know you're punishing yourself and you are so disciplined I'm saying no this is really what I want to do yeah. it makes me feel so good it makes me feel alive I this is this is it might not be the thing for you that's totally fine you know you don't have to do it but for me I just I love it. I don't want to live any other way. It's no punishment. And it's so hard to, yeah, sometimes it's so hard to bring across or for others to really understand. So maybe you get this quite a bit as well. I don't know. Do you hear these things as well? Or? I, I do. I do. A common question I, I've been asked over the years is, you know, how do you find the discipline to wake up mm. at, you know, four or five in the morning and drive mm. across town and get in the pool at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning? And you just said it. It's not it's it's because it's who we are. It's mm. who I am. It's who you are, Ruth. You are. I can tell you are this. You are this thing called love. And same as me, you are mm. this, this your own version of this mm. thing called love and health and happiness. And the byproduct of that is that you're up at four or five in the morning mm. doing this stuff because it's who you are. And so, again, this is not this or let me say this is a journey of self-discovery. Yeah, that's beautiful discovering who you are. And again, whether it's it's health, focusing on health or focusing on building a business, you know, whatever that is, take that time to reflect on who you are. Mm. That's your vision. That's your point B and everything else kind of falls into line after that. And let me say one other thing real quick. Mm. You mentioned again about goals and everything. And I just talked about having goals that excite you and, and are spectacular. The only way you can have a goal that excites you is, is something that it comes from your heart, something mm. that you feel deep inside of you. Mm. One of the mistakes that I made for years was I, I set a lot of goals that I've never achieved. And I'll just, I'll just throw that out there. And it wasn't about perseverance or discipline or determination. It was because I set the wrong goal mm. for the wrong reason. Mm. I set goals from my ego. I set goals from, mm. I call it my, the voice in my head, my voice of fear, my voice of ego, my voice of pride, um, all of that. And when you set a goal from your head, you know, oh, I think, oh, okay, I'm going to be a millionaire, but that's not something that resonates in my heart. Mm. Then 
this is where failure comes in. And I've, I've failed a lot along this, this journey. And what I've learned is that that goal also has to be a reflection of who you are, that value. Mm. And so now who I am is healthy. And so now I've set that goal to teach others how to be healthy, to mm. each, teach others how to be love, health, and happiness, to live their own version of their love, health, and happiness. My, my podcast, I say, be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream. It's your own version of that. So mm. yeah, anybody listening, it's, 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 really it's a journey of self-discovery who are you why do you choose this vision for your life and what is in your heart that you can set a goal that truly excites you that just makes your heart sing so Mm. absolutely beautiful i love that you say you know choose goals from your heart and not from your mind because yes it makes it very clear and i think this like you said this is maybe the biggest mistake we all make (laughs) Um, and if we can try and avoid this we would be so much happier and I feel there's a lot of confusion because I don't know about you but you know like you think oh what the neighbor does is really cool and they look so successful or you know the family expects you to do this and that and then you know it's it's not so easy to actually yeah, be true to your goals of heart. But yeah, then you pick goals of your mind. And yeah, I love this distinction. That's very beautiful. And another thing that I wanted to get back to, because this is also something that I think is really important to yeah dive a little bit deeper in or say again, is you mentioned that weight loss for you is more a byproduct. Yes. And this is exactly what I believe in too. And it I find it really sad to see that there, yeah, are so many people out there who beat themselves up around weight loss and go about this in a very self-destructive way, both physically and mentally. And I'm really passionate about that. For me, it's all about creating balance. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's not easy. I'm not saying, this oh, is no, it's process, not, you know, <laughs> but, you know, it's a journey and it's a fun journey if you go about it in a fun way. And then, yeah, the byproduct is weight loss. And it's almost surprising because, yeah, you're not striving for that. You're just striving for feeling better and then feeling good. And then feeling excellent. And then you can't sit still because you're glowing and vibrant. And yeah, so this is this is my take on it. So I really love that you have a very or I have that you have the same take on it, actually. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, you and I are definitely two sides of the same coin. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people, and I'm in some different Facebook groups now who are struggling with with the weight. For them, it's a weight loss journey. Mm. And I try to slowly, you know say something in in the Facebook chat, you know, it's not a weight loss journey. It's a self-discovery journey, Mm. but yeah, they're struggling the weight on the weight off and they're frustrated. They're tired. They're irritated. Mm. And they're feeling the opposite of everything you just said. They're not Mm. happy. They're not excited. They're not passionate. And again, it all goes back is because what you focus on, you become. And if you're focusing on, you know, losing weight, that's not who you are. Who Mm. are you? You're a thriver. You're this epitome of, you know, again, for me, love, health, happiness, all things life. Let's focus on that. And, and things will just kind of start showing up that you enjoy that again. Yeah. Weight loss 
will be the byproduct. So yeah, bless your heart, Ruth. Uh, you and I have a lot of work to do in the world. <laughs> a lot of people that need our help. And, and not that we that not that no. we have everything figured out that we're not, not. <laughs> you know, we definitely still have our, our I call them opportunities now, you know, when when something happens, a lot of people use the word challenge, I call it opportunities now. Uh, so we're so you and I are still on a journey. Uh, and for me, it's about, you know, okay, I've reached this certain level of my point B choosing to be healthy, what's the next level? of that will now, like I said earlier, you know, helping others to understand how to be point B. So that's why I come on podcasts uh, such as yours to really, really get people to understand, you know, particularly when it comes to all things health and wellness, it's not a weight loss journey. It's a journey of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. That's what life is about. It's a journey of self-discovery. And uh, another, I get real passionate about this. Let me make another real point real quick. People are always saying, I want to live a more purposeful life. I want to live a life of meaning and purpose purpose. And I want to know what my purpose is. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, your purpose is to be your point B and then share that with the world. Mm -hmm. And so my point B is, again, is this, this love, health and happiness. And now share that with the world. Mm -hmm. And so sit down with yourself and just ask that question. What is my highest vision for myself? What is my point B? Who do I choose to be? And everything else in your life, that's your starting point right there is understanding your point B. Uh, who you wish to be and everything else just goes from there. So, and that's how you live that life of purpose, that life of meaning, uh, how you get in alignment with your heart, your values. It's just understanding who you are, your point B and everything else just, you can see me, I'm smiling. Everything else just takes off from there. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree. And um, would you say that if someone finds it really hard to connect to this point B or to find that point B, that it would also be a good idea maybe to think back to a younger version of yourself where you, you know, felt you were really loving doing something or where you felt, you know, the best version of you maybe in your 20s. And then, you know, why? What were you doing then? What ignited you? Because I, I don't know, I feel almost that our body, our mind, not our souls, but our bodies and our minds forget what, what, what really ignites us if we haven't been ignited for a while. So would you say this would be one way to yeah, find this point B if someone has really trouble finding it? Or are there other ways how to <laughs> try and dig it out? <laughs> You know, the, the way I would answer that, and I think that's a great strategy, what, what you just presented, you know, go back to your earlier childhood or your late teen years, early adult years. And, you know, when was I really excited? When was I really passionate? Mm-hmm. My, my answer to that is this. Don't try to figure it out. Don't mm-hmm. try to figure out your point. Feet. Just allow it to come to you. That's what happened to me when my dog wouldn't wouldn't stare at me and and how you know the difference if you're trying to think of your point b and figure it out it's not going to really resonate with you at a very high vibration i guess you're not going to feel like your heart is screaming to the world so just you know i would just simply ask that question who do i choose to be And then just forget about it and then just go on about your life and let that answer come to you. If it's been a day or two, ask it again, ask it as many times as you need, ask and you shall receive. I I forget where I read that, but, 
but just ask that question and just let the answer come to you because whatever answer comes to you, I guarantee will be much greater, much more spectacular, much more exciting than any answer you could try to think of. Mm -hmm. And so we get caught up in this, this idea of trying to think of an answer or even trying to do uh, here. Here's, here's an important piece of this that I should mention about the, the point B who I choose to be your point B is not something that you do. Mm -hmm. So my point B is not, I am a teacher. I am a, my point B is not, I am a health coach, even though that is what I am. My point B is who I am. Mm -hmm. So I am being this thing called healthy. I am healthy. Being, being how I don't do healthy. I be healthy. Mm -hmm. And so your point B is, oh, I choose to be peace. I choose to be love, health, and happiness. I choose to be uh, thriving, like my friend, my friend says, I choose to be this person that is standing and rising. So it's, it's not something that you do. The doing comes second. Mm -hmm. So I choose to be healthy. And then, oh, okay, how do I be healthy? Oh, I better start eating right. There's the doing. But first I had to decide who I am. Mm -hmm. I choose how, so this is a powerful question. Once you know your point B, who you choose to be, then ask yourself, how can I be healthy? Mm. that's where the doing comes in. So the first question is, who do I choose to be? The second question is, how can I be, in my case, healthy? Mm. So how can I be healthy? Oh, I better eat this green stuff instead of this stuff full of sugar and, and processed ingredients I can't even pronounce. How can I be healthy? Oh, I better go for a walk. That's what I said. Oh, maybe I'll go for a walk this morning. That'll help me to be healthy. And then a powerful part of this was, well, if I sit here on the couch and watch TV, will that help me to be my point B? Mm. And when I asked myself that question, that was huge because the answer was no. And then I went back to the opposite. Well, how can I be my point B? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna get online and start reading about being healthy. Because in the beginning, I, I never had a coach. I didn't have money to hire a coach. And you know, this was back in 2012 health and wellness was still a little bit in its infancy in terms of mindfulness and, and how we talk about it today and self-care and self-love. I didn't know any of this. So I just, oh, all these ideas just started coming to me after that question. How can I be healthy? Oh, why don't I research something on the internet? I learned about green smoothies. This is like, I don't know, 2014, I think it was. I had never heard of a green smoothie. It's like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to try to make me a green smoothie. The first one I ever made was horrible. It tasted terrible, but <laughs> I've learned how to make them better since. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, it's so that's kind of a long answer to your question. Yeah, if, if that works for you, go back to your earlier times and think when you were really excited about something going on in your life. But again, it's that beingness. Who do I choose to be? That's the first question. Just answer, ask that, but don't try to think of an answer. Just allow the answer to come to you uh, like a light bulb moment, an aha moment, an epiphany. And you know that that is your point B because you're, you'll just get goosebumps like you've never believed. And then ask yourself, why? That's the next question. Why? Why do I choose my point B? Why do I choose to be healthy? And then the third question is, how can I be my point B? How can I be healthy? Mm. And there you go. Yeah, very beautiful. And I feel in general, this is maybe an issue of our society in general. And obviously, I'm very much inclined to do this too. But that we feel, you know, we have to do, we have yeah. to do more, we have to perform and and instead of just maybe taking a step back and relaxing into 
being and you know finding yeah ourselves at the core again so this is not easy and I feel it has also something to do with with being yeah being relaxed and being in flow but it's not what it what is advocated or what yeah our society really makes it easy for us to do yeah (laughs) yeah we could go we could go really far with this yeah because that voice in your head that I talked about that's the voice of society Mm. also which says do 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 Mm. uh and I call that and that that does work I'm not gonna lie that does work I call that the path of most resistance yeah that's the path of trying to figure it out that's the path of butting your head up against the wall that's the path of no's and rejections and again that does work it does work but you need a lot of perseverance you need a lot of discipline to keep going that way and some people do have that but that's the very the very few so there's there's this this formula in life and i call it heart mind body your heart goes first like what do i feel in my heart your mind says oh this is what my heart is feeling so that's what i need to do i'm not trying to figure it out i'm just feeling what's in my heart and then the body just naturally responds to that but because of society that says do first we first, we have it reversed. We go mind, heart, body. And actually a lot of us just go mind, body. We don't even, we skip the heart altogether. Mm. So the mind is trying to think, what do I do? What do I do? That's how we're trained. That's how we're programmed. And again, I'm not going to lie that that does work, but it's the path of most resistance. So if you go mind, body, mind, heart, body, that's fine. That's your choice, but that is the path of most resistance. Be prepared for a lot of no's, a lot of rejections, a lot of perseverance, a lot of drive, a lot of discipline. You really got to have that. And some people do my hats off to them. I'm kind of lazy when it comes to that. I prefer the path of least resistance. So I go heart, mind, body. And it took me a while to understand this because I was in my head for years, even well into this journey. And I was pounding my head against the wall. I was so frustrated. This isn't working or I'm trying to train this. And it's just because I wasn't relaxing into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nature works very slowly. The tree doesn't grow up in a week or a month. It takes a hundred years for a tree to grow or the flower will fully bloom when it's ready. You will fully step into your greatness when you're ready, when it's time, when you understand who it is you're meant to be. And yeah, so I always tell people heart goes first, let your mind follow your heart and your body will follow your mind. Mm. I love again how you put this into very simple terms, because I think this is, you know, how everyone can really understand it and again, also relate to it. And I agree with you. I feel, yeah, we mainly go or start with the mind and then, yeah, some maybe the heart, some straight into the body. Totally agree. And I also know this for myself that again and again, even though I'm a really hard person and have a lot of intuition and mostly feel it in my heart, I sometimes try to ignore it and go straight into the mind. Maybe I'm stressed or there are too many other noises. I don't know. And I I forget to really be in my heart first. So thank you um, for this reminder. And I also feel that this is actually where a lot of issues yeah come from in our society because there's so much anxiety there's so much depression there's so much unfulfillment happening and if we all remember that actually it's the heart first I think yeah we would all be happier 
Yeah, you know, there you, you just hit the nail on the head. There is a lot of fear in the world today. There's a lot of unfulfillment. Mm -hmm. And it's because they're operating from that voice in their head. They're operating from, from their mind. And they don't know about the heart, the voice in their heart. And so, and there's still, there's this battle between the mind and the heart. And I still have it, you know, the, the heart, or excuse me, the mind wants to protect me. So I was on a, on a hiking backpacking trip uh, about a month ago, I guess. And I just you know, I always have questions and I just randomly toss out questions. Mm -hmm. And so I tossed out this question, you know, how do I deal with this battle going on between my heart and my head, mm -hmm. my mind, my head, that voice in my mind and the voice in my heart. And my mind just kept overpowering and overriding the voice in my heart. And so, yeah, like a lot of people, I was had a lot of fear and anxiety, even though I'm well into this journey. And the answer that came to me was, was this, it was, it was two words. It was so powerful, but how do I deal with, with this battle between the voice of my heart and the voice of my head, the answer was stop listening. Mm. Stop listening to the voice in your head. Mm. That's it. Stop listening mm. and start listening to the voice in your heart. And the vo this is where it gets a little confusing too. The voice in our head, it speaks to us in words, something that we clearly understand. Mm. The voice in our heart speaks to us in a feeling. Mm. Like, oh, how does that feel if I, you know, if you're doing something, you know, ask, here's another question. Again, it's always about the questions you ask yourself. Where am I coming from when I'm doing this? Am I coming from a place of fear mm. or am I coming from a place of love? A lot of people are coming from a place of fear. If I'm not doing something, I'm going to be labeled as lazy. And that's a common notion in our society today. You've always got to be doing, doing, doing. You've always got to be busy, busy, busy. I kind of, you know, have to take back a second and say you're following the voice of, of society the voice the voice of fear you're doing a lot you have a great home you know great car all that but you've sacrificed your own personal well-being and your own personal happiness at the same time and so now it's a matter of fi finding that balance that you talked about so how do you find that balance stop listening Mm, Two yeah. words. Stop listening to the voice of your head. Start listening to the feelings. If I could say that the feelings in your heart, this is, I like this quotation. Think with your head, you're dead. Feel with your heart. You're smart. Ah, oh, that's so beautiful. I actually have never heard this one. Yeah. That's amazing. I absolutely love it. And I would just like to add, because for me, I sometimes ask myself, so how do I differentiate between the two? Sometimes I am not sure who is talking. Often I know, but sometimes I'm not sure. And I feel for myself, and this might be totally different for others, you know, when it's not about those huge things where I'm totally clear on where my heart is, then my heart, my heart is loud. But if it's maybe other questions where it's not so obvious for me, I feel that my the voice of my mind is loud and the voice of my heart is actually much more subtle. Yes. So for me, this yeah. is a way to differentiate if, I don't know, if somebody is like me who is listening and finds it still hard to differentiate, maybe this is... Maybe this is helpful, but I'm a little bit conscious of your time. I think I have to have you on oh. again. I would. No, still... you're fine. I, I've got plenty of time. So you're very generous. I would still love to talk about your book. So let's dive a little bit into your latest book. Tell, tell us all about it. 
Sure. So let me just mention real, real quick, my, yeah. my website, trainingwithcoachbrad.com. So I've got a couple books there. One, I've got my book, Mind Strong, which is all about mindset, uh, developing the mindset to go from who you are to who you want to be. Uh, awesome. I'm getting ready to release a couple more books or online eBooks, I call them. Uh, one is called Keeping Weight Off Permanently. <clears throat> Uh, another one I just released is called Walking for Health, How to Optimize Your Health and Energy. Uh, another one that I'm a, I just, it's at the editor right now, it's called uh, 12 Weeks to Thrive, How to Live a Life of Love, Health and Happiness, which is a lot of what uh, uh, we've talked about here today. And then I'm currently just started one, it's called uh, Master Your Life. So I, I don't know, I like to write You're that. You're on fire. <laughs> so yeah, it's part of this. Again, it's it's being, the, mm. being that source. If I could... If I could say one thing to wrap all of this up, it would be this, it would be, be the source that you are, know who you are, be that source, share it with the world. So I am love, health, and happiness. Mm -hmm. And it's now just a matter of to live a life of purpose and passion. It's be the source of love, health, and happiness for the world. And I never thought of myself as a writer or writing books, but this just came up. And so you asked, how do I know the difference between the voice in my head and the voice of my heart? And the way I answer that is it just feels right. Mm -hmm. There's that little nudge that says, you know what? It just feels right to write this book. That's what it feels like I should be doing right now in the mm -hmm. world versus all oh, my mind says, well, I need to get this, you know, down the road. I want to get some online seminars going, but that's from the head it says, no, that doesn't feel right right now. It feels mm -hmm. right to get this book finished. So that's what I'm working on right now. As soon as that's what I was doing before this. And when we're done here, I'll go back to writing a little bit, but so it's, it's, it's a feeling. Does it feel right? Does this really, and just kind of, you know, put your hands on your heart here and just ask, you know, how does this feel right now? Does it feel right to do this? Mm -hmm. And if it does, you know, you're doing that from a place of love, not a place of fear. When you're doing it from a place of love, it's about sharing with the world. Mm -hmm. When you're doing it, from a place of fear it's about doing an ego because you feel like you have to be doing something and again there are people out there that that does work for they've really plowed through and they've persevered and again it does work but i call that the path of most resistance mm -hmm. that's how i lost most of my hair i like to joke <laughs> and, uh, had i understood some of this now years ago maybe i'd still have more hair today because yeah that's that's this is i don't want to say how you live a stress-free life but this is how you really get stress under control. This is how you get your emotions under control. This is how you get anxiety under control is you just take the path of least resistance. So, hmm. so I'm wondering why I still have so much hair then. <laughs> Uh, maybe genetic i'm sure genetics is part of it too uh, the baldness runs in my family for many generations just so. joking just teasing i know and um, yeah absolutely i couldn't agree more and i just think it's yeah it's very beautiful and simple how you put it all and i'm bl blown away by yeah how many books you are writing there because i know for myself that it's not that easy to publish books it takes quite a bit but I also agree that if you are in the flow and if it's just pouring out of you yeah. and it's who you are then yeah it, it I don't know you can make anything happen and it doesn't feel like a work it just feels good and I think this is also maybe like when you said yeah just put the hand on your heart I feel you know when you do something out of your mind then it's just not the same fulfillment. Yes, maybe you get lots of it's money not. and maybe, yes, you lose that weight. But after 
somehow you still feel empty. It's not, it's not the same when it comes from the heart. It's like, um, you are full. You are just full. You don't need anything else. Does that make sense? It does. It does. A quick example. I'll be real quick. because I know time is, is a factor, but you know, I, I have a goal to be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I set that direct path. That's a goal from my head. And mm -hmm. I got frustrated, was not fulfilled. And, and all this I tried, you know, I've learned about investing, tried some multi-level marketing things, uh, Bitcoin, all that. Nothing ever worked for me. And then I realized, same with weight loss, Becoming a millionaire has to be the byproduct of my true self. My true self is sharing this idea of love, health, and happiness, how to live a life of love, health, and happiness, because that's who I am. And now becoming a millionaire, I understand now is the byproduct of that. So now I get to move forward, living a life in alignment, a life of fulfilled, knowing that I still have this goal over here to be a millionaire, but it's no longer the direct goal. It's the byproduct of being who I truly am. So mm -hmm. yeah. that's, that's the whole head and the heart thing. When I was trying to just focus on being a millionaire, for me, it just didn't work. I just, too many no's, too many frustrations. I mean, multiple strategies that just didn't work for me that I wasn't excited about, I wasn't passionate about, but writing the books, I'm very passionate about. So again, you're more in alignment when you focus on that point B and, and, and allowing, taking the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. I love it. And just to wrap up, I would love for you to share three golden nuggets of wisdom with my audience. I know you've given us lots of wisdom, plenty of wisdom here, but, you know, just in really short, maybe just three short reminders. Uh, be who you are meant to be. Mm. Understand why. Mm. And then share that with the world. Mm. I love it. I love you. I love your mission, what you are all about. Thank you so much, Brad, for taking the time in between all your writing and <laughs> making this place a healthier, happier place. I am super grateful for you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. This has been an honor. Pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. If you did, I would be totally thrilled if you could support me on my mission to make our world a healthier, happier place, one person, one podcast at a time. And you can do so by subscribing, liking and reviewing my podcast. I know that you were born to live your best life and feel absolutely amazing in your beautiful self. So what are you waiting for? Please make sure you do. Keep glowing. I believe in you.